everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? Well, Robbie, I was doing all right. And then I saw this episode, and I just, I was so confused. I've been walking around the days ever since. I was not doing all right prior to watching this episode. <laughs> I was having a pretty rough day. And this episode, it fit, it fit right in, Matt. It made the day perfect. It rounded it into shape, this atrocity of an episode this mess this slop this boring lazy i briefly considered matt week as just a joke for us to intro the episode and then cut <laughs> right to after it because there's just what's the point what's the point of discussing this i feel like this ep- us recording this episode and the post-production of it will take up more time than the writers spent on it because i don't know what what they did like they just throw like a net like okay the animator has spent a good long time on it pretty sure but Writers, hmm. we'll see. Hello, we are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. Patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. Patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. For only $2 a month, gain access to all of our bonus content for $5 a month. Gain access to that much, much more. Tons of back catalog content of us, me and Matt blabbing about The Simpsons, about things related to The Simpsons, about Rick and Morty, about Bob's Burgers, about King of the Hill. Bunch of bonus episodes. You should go listen for two dollars a month. You can access that. Isn't that sound, sounds like the best deal in podcasting? Yeah, listen to us rant about other things besides The Simpsons for and one. The Simpsons as as well. More more of that too. Um, go all the we appreciate everyone supports us there. This week's episode is the Doe Stroll Network episode PABFO4, originally on January fifteenth, twenty twelve. Written by Jay Stewart Burns, directed by Chris Clements. Received a six point four rating with eleven point five million viewers. You'd be like, "Wow, that's a lot." I'm like, "Football playoffs was right before it. That's why." So divisional playoff game right before this episode aired. Hence the high rating. The chalkboard gag. We do need no education. Pink Floyd reference. Mm-hmm. It's, Yay. It's fine. Couch gag. The Simpsons family the Simpsons family arrives in New York City to be guests on the late show with David Letterman. Um that is not it there's a, this is long. This is a really long couch gag. Cause like we get them like trying to get through New York City. Homer headbutts multiple people to get into the studios. They get to the couch in the studio of Letterman, and then Letterman's like all of this for that, and then we're done. Because uh, the first act literally doesn't. This episode is. This might be in a proper Simpsons episode. This might be. This might be a new record, man. It might be the least amount of proper Simpsons in a in a quote unquote normal Simpsons episode. Yeah, you're probably right because this is just. There's like it ends early. It starts late. Like yeah, there's like it's not if it's it's not a clip show. It's like it doesn't like you they. This, like it feels just like I'm watching someone's late homework assignment. They turned in late. They're like, oh, and uh, we oh right, we we ran out of stuff to write about early on. Uh, have the animators do some work to make it look better, to make the show better. Like that's literally what it feels like. Hey, you guys do the work. Director, do the work. Yeah, it's like, like David Letterman had his two lines, and they're like, okay, well, let's work around this. Oh, make it longer, longer, longer. And it still wasn't long enough. Oh my god. Uh. We're, we're going to start right away, Matt. Did you laugh at anything in this episode? Not even a little bit. I rolled my eyes and just wanted to slam my head into a table. Uh, uh, it is anti-comedy. It, it is. This is like, do not show this. T- I don't know. It is. If you haven't watched this episode yet, do not ever watch it. 
it is it, it, it is inexplicable honestly that this was this past muster like that multiple like dozens of people put their hands on this and, and everyone was like yeah okay yeah that's fine it's it's it utter garbage uh it this mm-hmm. it, this like there's nothing offensive in this episode you know it's not racist not homophobic not trans no no but it's 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 just uh, hey, remember every hacky joke you've ever heard about social media? All right, here we go. All in one episode. Whew. I mean, it's not even, it, and without ever hewing close to like anything of substance. Like, there's nothing like this is a calling this a parody of the social network is the broadest application of that word, a parody. It's not, it is talking about social media in the broadest sense. It is, it is so lazy. It is so boring and it is so tedious it takes it took me i had to pause matt i paused multiple times at the end of act breaks and be like come on robbie you can do this you can get through this you can do it i had rewind a few times be like oh what happened i wasn't paying attention i mean blocking it out as hard as i could it's hard to pay attention because it is so boring there's there is it speaking of like obviously we have phones we have computers everything is right at our fingertips so much distraction you don't why would i watch this of all things i could put on i could just open up tiktok and like the random videos that get served on there are more entertaining than this it starts in court let's just get through it it starts in court first off we have blue-haired uh... lawyer talking to lisa we don't know why we're in, why are we in court, by the way, Matt? Uh, we'll find out at the end, but we have no idea right now. No, but what? Uh, spoil us. Why are we in court? Why? Because Springfield has become so uh, enveloped within the social media site that Lisa has made with the help of her nerd friends that no one has got anything done. So the city is going to force her to shut it down. That is why we're in court. Like, what? Why? Why? Why is that the conceit? Why is this all told in flashback? Like, why? Why? Like, there's no reason to do this. You could just tell it like a real, like a normal, the normal chronology. You don't need to mess around with all of this. Um, I, I, this first act, I have pulled some clips, Matt. Um, not, I, it's interminably long. It's incredibly long. It has no, almost nothing to do with social media. It is all filler. All of this is – and it's all filler with the hackiest jokes possible because – and it feels like this is what they do now. Like, oh, we don't know what to do. We're going to send the Simpsons to a mall or an outdoor mall in this case and make the most surface-level observations about places like Cinnabon or the Apple Store, which they've done multiple times, and they're going to do it again. So Lisa is – and think about this. We're in a courtroom, technically. Lisa's in a courtroom telling the court about all of this, about the Simpsons going to this outdoor mall. Uh, it's mixed-use mall where people live in apartments above the stores. Um, so we get these really dumb jokes about all these stores, about – like, I can't – like, about – gift cards and uh and trolleys and like i don't understand what the like i this is supposed to be satire of like america matt like right that's what you think of when you think of the simpsons right Mm -hmm. what what is this 
Are we making fun, I... we're making fun of outdoor malls with like that are rich, like for, for rich people, for wealthy people? Like, okay, well, what are you saying? Anything? No, it's just yeah. It's just are, are you making any kind of commentary on this? Or is it anything insightful? Are you you know making fun of it beyond just acknowledging that it exists? No, that's the entire episode. It's just acknowledge these things exist, and you're like, okay, I know, I live in the world. Um, this goes forever. Uh, we the. I pulled a clip here, Matt. It might, and in, and, it, and this is saying something. And in this episode, which is all inexplicable, this clip of Lenny uh, in this first act because it is a long clip. It's over a minute. It's all about Lenny living in this mixed-use condo above an outdoor mall and his experience with the American doll. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you try it, Maggie. <laughs> oh, condos. Lenny, do you live here? Yeah, I just moved in. I have a drip of dots for breakfast every morning. At lunch, I get a massage in front of strangers, and then I spend the afternoon browsing cell phone skins. Ever get tired of those dancing waters? The day I moved in. So what are we all going to do together? Actually, we just came to do some shopping as a family. Oh, no worries. Mr. Mall can make his own excitement. Give me one doll from every time period and set me up for a tea party in a private room. Lenny, you asked me to stop you from coming back in here. Let me help you. You can help me by giving me Ellis Island Emily. Hi, dear. I'm your Uncle Lenny. I'm going to buy you an all-new wardrobe, fix your teeth, send you to the best schools, and you're going to hate and resent me for it, because you're an American now. Yay. What is this? Why? Like, what is what is, I... what is going on? Why are we watching this? Is this supposed to... What's the joke, Matt? I wish I could tell you, Robbie. No idea. I Okay, fair enough. We get an in-memoriam sketch of old gift cards. Oh, God, that was so stupid. I don't know who that's for. You know, Marge has a bunch of gift cards for places that are out of business. And then we get an in-memoriam sketch like it's the Oscars. Very strange. Bart goes to a lotion, like a skincare place, gets lotioned up until he's used like a skateboard. With Otto uses him as a skateboard. Skates mm. him down the, down the road and then grinds on him on a, on a rail and then carries him around like as a skateboard. We just don't. That, we, that just happens. We're just full on again. Like it's, they don't care about the tone. They don't care about anything. It's just like here are things that happens. Here's a bunch of things. Bart gets lotions until he uses a skateboard. Uh, Lisa goes to the Blocko store. Wants a generic set of just regular pieces. They don't sell them. They only sell, you know, licensed kits. But you can buy. You can buy just generic Lego sets. You can do. You that. can. They, yes, they, I, they, I know that that's not what they advertise, but you absolutely can. Yeah, because they make more money selling the licensed stuff. And I here I hate to break this to y'all. The licensed stuff sells way more. Well, no of course, because people want to build it once and then just stare at it. I mean, yes. That you're you are yes, that you're that is me. I am that person. I yes, I want to build the Winnie the Pooh house and I want to stare at the tree. Christopher Robin's house. That's what I'm that's what I do, Matt. Yes, I want that. Can I can can I will you get me the NES the NES set and the television? I want that. That's expensive. They're all expensive. Why do things cost yeah. so, why do things I want cost so much money, man? Um again, visiting stores. Homer goes to a Cinnabon store. They don't use a fake name for the Cinnabon for whatever reason. 
Like some of these places, like American Do- American Girl and uh, and Cinnamon, they use the real names. Maple, they don't. Is there a reason why you don't? I don't know. Um, yeah, because like this laptop, the only reason to have this laptop is so Lisa has the computer to to start her business on. But she she doesn't even do that. Like she works on the Lisa computer. <laughs> it, uh... it doesn't matter, Matt. Again, this entire first act is all filler. There's nothing in this that you need to have in this first act. Like, the essential plot is Lisa has no real-life friends, so she goes online and realizes, oh, online, I can, it's easier to make these simple connections. It's simpler for her to process process friendship that way, or whatever. Like, again, that is, and, okay. Oh, boy, slow down, Robbie. So, they go to the, <laughs> they go to Blocko, they can't buy toys. This goes on forever. Lisa finally sees Sherry and Terry. They're getting their hair braided, getting feathers braided into their hair by a stall there at the at this outdoor mall. Uh, they don't want to hang out with Lisa because she's not cool. So uncool, she ruins trends. And Lisa is obviously upset by this. She wants she sees friends. She wants to hang out with them, even though she doesn't know why she wants to hang out with them, which is another thing that you could probably make this episode about, even though they've done that episode multiple times, whatever. Yeah. You could still do an episode about Lisa wanting to hang out with these cool kids, even though she doesn't know why. Why, why do you want to be friends with people you don't like, Lisa? They don't care about that. They don't want to get to anything. They do not. This episode, the entire length of this episode is spent trying to get away from any actual observation of truth. It is just distraction. So Homer buys a Mac uh, so we can get Mapple jokes. Uh, Mapple jokes about a computer called The Void. Is that what they call it, I think? Because it's... The Void, yes. The Mapple Void. The Mapple Void about uh, Mapple... Apple selling you things that Google gives away for free. Um, Oh, to be back in 2012. Because now Google realizes they can also sell you all those things. Uh, that they don't, they're not going to give you them for free anymore. Yeah, <laughs> the Google's just as bad, <laughs> maybe worse in some regards. Um, this takes forever. <laughs> I can't, I can't emphasize enough how forever all this takes. We finally get to the actual inciting incident of this thing, which is Lisa comes up with this idea of a social media site. Uh oh, a draggy backpack. I have no friends. Oh, sweetie. Hey, why don't you make friends with my new computer? Okay. Let me just finish downloading the complete works of Shakespeare. <laughs> now who's the greatest writer of all time? I'd have more friends if I knew what people liked, but I won't know what people like unless I'm their friend. It's a conundrum. Helpful hint. If you want friends, don't use words like conundrum. I want drum. Jimbo heard me say it. I'm dead. Hmm. It's easier to be friends with lots of people online than one person in person. What if I started an online meeting place where all are equal and I am the undisputed center? How's this for a conundrum? It's not really a conundrum. Sit at my feet and I will elaborate. Short example of we have Lisa coming to a realization. You have a moment there where instead of, you know, you 
you could spend some a little bit of time with her there. Her maybe having a little quandary in her head of like, well, why don't I try? I could use that effort to go out and try and make real friends. Or I could, why do I like have a moment of doubt where she goes, why would I do this? Why, well, I could, do I want to be friends with these people? And then she pushes past it. Of course. Yes, of course I want to be, I want to have the most friends. Like, they don't care. There's just nothing here. Is the moment you they you you see anything in this episode that is gleaning, pointing towards anything of substance, they were like, "Oh, let's get distracted. Let's go over here to see Bart getting punched." Yep, that's, that's funny. It's hilarious. Well, Kids being bullied. It's it, again, Matt. It's just there's just nothing. Like, oh, it's funny. They say the word conundrum, so he's getting punched, and you're like, okay, it's fine for that gag right it's a fine mm-hmm. kind of standard very standard simpsons bullying children bullying kids gag we've seen many of them but if you're gonna have that kind of gag in here again why don't you make it have put it later and have it to do with something that happens on this facebook the you know the Springface site Right. Why wouldn't you use that time later to make it more typical and topical and useful to tell the story of this episode? (laughs) Robbie, Robbie, that would take time to develop and to think about. Yeah, no. I mean, I've I met I've I've watched this this morning. I have not spent any time thinking about it. And it's if it comes right to the top of my head, it's really easy because I'm a person who's been on Facebook before. It's not complicated stuff. Like, you could even say, like, here's a gag right off the top of my head, Matt. You have, uh, and they hinted this stuff later, but they do really lame versions of it, probably because every joke in this episode is written by, like, a 60-year-old man. But you could have oh, a... Robert, 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 Robert. You just heard the word, use the word joke? I'm not mm, sure you understand exactly I, what that is. That's fair, Matt. Uh, here, quote-unquote joke. But here's here's an example of a gag. It's off the top of my head. I would not put this into a final episode, but I would. This is where I would start, and then you massage it into a funnier version. That's how you write jokes. Uh, I feel like I have to explain that to the Simpsons writers of, of season twenty-three. Um, the joke is, uh, you have like the bullies, and they have a scene much like this later on, except it's very lame. You have a scene where you have like Dolphin Kearney talking about like relationship status and they put themselves in like it's complicated, where they're like, oh, they're in a relationship together or something. Like, as a gag, Dolph invites Kearney into a relationship, and then Kearney changes it to, it's complicated. And Kearney's like, what do you mean it's complicated? Like, that's where you start. And you can explore the a little tiny, a little gag there with Dolph and Kearney and their relationship and how they view each other. And how uh, the, the, the weird pseudo-masculine bullying culture and friendship they have is actually, like, hiding true intimacy and a connection. And they actually do love each other as friends and it hurts their feelings when they see someone like one of their friends say oh are we not really friends Mm -hmm. that'd be like that's just an idea i had literally off the top of my head but instead we have oh it's they said a word conundrum we go to commercial first commercial let me i must say this nine minutes and 54 seconds yeah, this is that's a, a long first act. Uh, long don't worry though, the next act. couple acts will be so short. That's true. That's very true. So when we come back, uh, we're back in the court framing story, and the blue-haired lawyer forces Lisa to say, "Oh, I made this social network to make friends." Yeah, and I, I, is that supposed to be a bad thing? I, I, whatever. 
so Lisa gets all the nerds. She gets uh, uh, Martin and Database and Wendell, and I can't remember who else is there. Uh, but you get all the nerds together. They're all – they make this on old Lisa computers, which the Lisa is from like 1982, I, I don't think it would be super useful for this, but whatever. They're Lisas. Get it? Ha ha. Uh, Nelson comes in and – uh, says, oh, I would only be your friends if there was a picture online and a little button underneath that said friend. And Lisa says, oh, that's brilliant. We'll make that part of our site. Like, uh, this is from, what, 2012? Like, Facebook has been around for seven or eight years now. I just... That's that's the other thing, right? Where, like, this is so late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not sure what... You're, like, you're not sure what... You don't even know. I don't like. I'm not even sure as I'm watching this episode what the premise is. Does Facebook exist? Good question. We have no idea. All we know about is Springface. Apparently, this has never occurred to anyone in Springfield until this episode. Like again, this is 2012. You're like, yeah, I was in, on Facebook when I was in college, 2004, 2005, 2006. Like, does. Are you telling me Springfield does just hasn't had Facebook for that entire period of time, or Facebook exists and Lisa's new version of Facebook is even more popular because it's just for Springfield? Like again, you, there's like I don't even know what the conceit is. Like I, they never set it up because they just go, oh, it, this is it, and you're like, and like this doesn't, this has no real connection to the social network either. Like that's the other thing. Like this is supposed to be parodying the social network. But is it? No, it's not. it's not even close to the so. It, like social networks about things. That's the, uh-huh. like it's about circles of power and friendship and d- deceit and thing. Like it's about humanity. <laughs> this isn't anything like it. It's just it's it's around the idea of Facebook. That's all this is. It's like, hey, here's some loosely connected crap. <sighs> and now and that we can't I can't we can't let this go by they again they spend over a minute of with Nelson playing like he plays angry birds with called angry nerds he like flings mark like he th- does nerds bowling by throwing a yeah. mac an old mac at them like and this takes up and then, so and then it's much funny time because then Martin gives them gives the odds for a 7-10 split ha 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 it is, but again, man, like, why? Why is this taking up time? This is, it's not funny. Because that's all they had. Oh, my Lord. That is just a sad fact, if that's true. It's so sad. This is the best they could do. Literally. They they couldn't have a scene with Lisa discussing with the nerds about, oh, like, here, again, I'm going to write a scene, Matt. This is me writing a scene. This That is maybe even reminiscent of the thing they're supposed to be parodying, where... You don't make all the nerds so pliable and happy to work. All of them go, well, why would? Why do we want to do this, Lisa? And Lisa goes, well, I'll, I'll get you friends. And they're like, what do you mean you'll get us friends? And then Lisa sells. She's pitching to them what this website will do for their social for their social life. You'll have friends. You'll have power, Robbie. But, but you're gonna do. You're spending all of this time on revealing the plot when everyone has already seen the social network, so they know why. You could always have jokes about bowling for nerds instead. Matt, you can. You said the jokes. You said the word jokes. I don't. <laughs> that's not a joke. Mm-hmm. Bo- Nelson throwing a Mac at at Martin is not a joke. Like again, it's not like the what? the the joke is they're bowling pins. You're like, what? What was this for? <laughs> Who's laughing at this? 
Oh, please continue, Matt. I'm losing my perspicacity. Yeah. Um, so Nelson expires the design. Uh, and then we get a montage of it just be super popular. Uh, it's not even a montage. It's a very quick courtroom scene. It just, ugh. Now, to skip ahead, your diabolical plan was an instant success. I never said it was diabolical. Withdrawn. This social network quickly unified the disparate children of Springfield Unified. Cool. I just got invited to make out with Shauna. See? That went out to 200 guys. Oh. And seven girls. Oh. Santa's little helper's friends with Snowball, too? Now I've seen everything. <laughs> All my friends have birthdays this year. <laughs> I just unfriended Skinner. Doggone it. I'm less popular than the hornet's nest in the gym. You said you were getting rid of that nest. Mm, we trade the honey for chalk and yardsticks. Hornets make honey? Better than wasp honey. Not as good as bee. Is this how you talk on dates? I wish my dates were this interesting. Aren't these jokes just hilarious, Robbie? Social media nerds. Again, this is not... What? Why are we watching conversations between... Skinner and Chalmers about this again like this is the problem like this episode thinks is like oh we're just gonna talk about everything connected to social media I'm like you keep it small you keep it intimate you keep it about Lisa you can have maybe you can have this montage of, of a, a glimpse into the outside world surrounding all of this and that's the problem they center this episode around the fact that the whole town is shut down because of social media you're like you keep this about Lisa and her friends and wanting friends. And like, you tell a story about a single character and what, like you don't have her invent it. Like again, like it's so stupid that, and so broad that it doesn't mean anything. There's nothing like, what is this? Why are we seeing this conversation about Skinner and about Hornets and honey? Like what, what is going on? <laughs> what is this? Who wrote this? This is the thing that, this is written in two, uh, maybe 2010. You know, it takes years for these episodes to get made. It feels like an AI wrote this episode. It kind of does, honestly, because it, it's just, hey, take the social network, make it uh, 50% stupider, uh, and then put the Simpsons in there and get rid of anything involving plot. It's I'm pretty sure that's a chat GPT prompt. 50% stupider is giving it too, way too much credit. But it's like 80, <laughs> you're right, you're right. It's like 80 to 90% stupider. Anyway, uh, so then uh, Lisa is checking her friend's count, uh, and she realizes that, oh, uh, Marge tells her that, oh, adults are on this thing now. And Lisa's like, oh, I run this website. I'm the person who built it. I had no idea that other people are using this. Very believable. Just spot on. Spot on tech executive right there. Uh, but that is where we go to commercial as we realize that, oh, everyone's using Springface. Woo, everyone. Again, like, why oh. – who, yeah, is, if is Lisa invented this website? Is she, is she running it? Like, who, when does she do that? We don't see it. We don't see like. There's never like a moment where she launches it. There's never a, a montage of her. No, Robbie, she wrote perfect software. She put it on a a server somewhere and then just forgot that it exists. No one has to do anything. There's no maintenance required. Lisa just released the code into the world and said, "All right, here you go." Okay, it's fair. It's fine. It's fine. Like it doesn't really matter because this episode is like so so empty like i can't i can't argue i can't complain too much because i just don't care like this episode doesn't obviously it doesn't care they obviously didn't care enough to even make a full episode why should i spend the time 
we come back for commercial at 13 minutes and 26 seconds to a third act that is less than two minutes long. I have pulled the entire third act. Here's the clip. And so this so-called spring phase spread from the world of children to adults. Man, this website makes talking drunk to my wife so much safer. I am sitting here. Zero sheets to the wind. <laughs> Counting the moments to closing time when I can stumble home to you. Another round, Mo. Uh-oh. Did I type that? Delete! Delete! Hmm. Typing delete does not delete. It is gratifying to see all of you bowing in prayer, the light of God shining on your faces. Uh-oh. Bernice Hibbert keeps liking Bumblebee Man's posts. That's how it starts. Why did I make this church a Wi-Fi hotspot? Ugh. If you can't beat them, join them. Let's see, which Muppet am I? Beaker? I guess that's fair. Friend, friend, awaiting reply. Friend, Sherry, Terry, Hopscotch, Double Dutch, Ringolivio, anyone? Oh, I have a thousand friends and I feel more alone than ever. Wee! I am trying to set a mood here. Wee! So, to sum up, Lisa's social network turned into the biggest internet failure since, well, there have been so many. Ask Jeeves, anyone? Ask Jeeves jokes. Ask Jeeves jokes. We're tired in 2012, not to mention now. Um, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, this is our glimpse into the world that Springface has created, I guess, uh, because social media doesn't exist, I guess, until this point. Yes, and this is just, just, hey, every bad joke about social media. Oh, everyone's always on their phones. You know who's on their phones? The worst? Old people. <laughs> I'm not their phones while driving old people, Matt here. I don't, it's fine. Like making jokes about people being distracted by phones, right? You have to be clever. You have to be clever. You have, you can't just say everyone's distracted on their phone. Here's that happening. That is not interesting. That is in 2012. It wasn't interesting. and certainly not interesting in 2024. You have to say something else. You have to say something deeper. You have to say, make a statement about, oh, the reason everyone is on their phone is because their lives are really boring and desperate and lonely, and their and their phone is a welcome distraction. Say something about humanity. Please speak truth to power. Uh, 10 million people watched this dang episode. And this is what they got. Oh, I'm on there. My phone. I can't pay attention. Okay. All right. We go to our final commercial at 15 minutes and 16 seconds. And you, and here, Matt, this is, I want to, this is, I want to say this. I went, wait a minute. I went, wow. First thing I want is like, that's short. That acts really short. And then my second statement is like, wait a minute. This is a five-minute-long final act? Six-minute-long oh, final act? No. I'm, like, I'm like, what are they going to do with all that six minutes? I was like, literally, I was l- looking at the runtime. I'm like, are they wrapping this up? What are they going to do with the last three minutes of this episode? Oh, that's what they'll do. Okay. Yeah. 
No, we can get through this pretty quickly because nothing happened. That's true. Uh, we're back in we're back in court. Uh, they're you know haranguing Lisa for creating Springface. Uh, Lisa says, "Oh, I didn't know people were going to be doing all this other stuff on it." Apparently, Barton Millhouse are playing like a Call of Duty type game on Springface, which okay, go off on Lisa creating an online shooter game that works on a website. I mean, okay, I'm going to say this, Matt. That game looks awesome. You're you're firing <laughs> chainsaw bullets. It looks awesome. I want to play that. That's game. That's true, and you can get ass shrapnels. I'm I want that game. Can I play? That? I want a game where I shoot chainsaws <laughs> at people. I'm not I'm not above it. That's going to be the next Doom. I'm sure. I mean, Matt. Part of the reason I love the new Doom games is because it's absurd. Like, get more absurd. Yeah, Doom. Whatever the Doom Infinity or whatever the next Doom game they make. If I get to shoot chainsaws at people's faces, demons' faces, I'm. 1000% playing it. So, but we're this again. Why are they playing games? What does this have to do with social media? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Um, uh, we do get more jokes about people being on their phones all the time. Uh, Homer is driving and is trying to type a message on his phone. So he kills Mole Man. The paramedics show up and take the phone because it's more important than the person. Ha <laughs> ha. Get it, Rubby? Jokes. Yeah. This is the beginning of a joke. See, that's the thing, Matt. Again, like all these are like the very. This is the version of the joke that you go, "Oh, that's not good enough," and you, you work, you massage it, you add elements. You go, "What if in this instead of that?" You know, what if you, like, you need to add more things. But instead, it's just like, "No, here's we got a Maple ambulance. Mm-hmm. They pick up the phone." Yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh, at this point, we're back in the courtroom, and uh, essentially, this is the end of the episode. They force Lisa to shut it down. Uh, at Springy Face, and what happens surprises her. Lisa Simpson, can you give us any reason why the city should not force you to shut down your site? I know it's awful and insular and caused 35 deaths, but I had friends. Four digits of friends. I had a well. He friends everybody. Fine. I'll shut down the site. Time to get a light. We don't need your crummy website. We can make anything into guns. Lisa! Lisa! Want to play Marco Polo with us? We just realized you don't have to play in a pool. You really want me? No. We want your dad. Marco! Come on, Lisa! Polo! Fish out of water! (laughs) (laughs) Just had to make sure everyone realized that the end credits are with the same song from the social network because... What subtlety? Who cares about subtlety? <laughs> I slow child choruses covers of famous like nineties rock songs. I, I maybe in twenty twelve they I people weren't tired of them yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the social network came out in what, two thousand nine, ten? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they were. I mean I'm I, it's already like I'm so exhausted. Um but at this point, Matt, there's still like three minutes left of this episode. <laughs> when at this point. At the end of that clip you just played. And yep. you're like, wait a minute. What? Why is it? What's going on? Are we just getting dead air for three minutes? Like, what's happening? It's like, I don't know if the credits usually take this long, but 
But what, man? But we have a cartoon at the end. A little short. And no, it's not about Ned Flanders this time. No. I, I Honestly, it, Matt, the short is the best part of this episode. Well, yeah. It, it's not. Yes. What do you mean you guess? It's it it's it looks like Edward Gorey. Uh it's a you know, it has it even has an Edward Gorey S rhyme to tell the story about Bart being a troublemaker. It's not it 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 feels just like the Raven to me. It feels very much a Trails of Horror one type caveat, you know, premise where we get, you know, three or four minutes that you have the writers and the animators just aping a style and that's all it is. But it's cohesive. It looks interesting and it tells a story, a better story than the entire, what, 17 minutes we get. I guess 15 yeah, they, minutes. They had a fill and they were like, hey, who wants to... uh like have have a, who wants to write a tiny little story and have it animated? Uh, sure, I guess I'll do that, boss. I mean, it it's simple, but that's fine. I don't know. I, but also, I like it here. I'll say that, Matt. I liked it way more than the rest of this this nonsense. Well, yeah. But of why is it here? I guess when you have time to kill. I mean, they literally say at the beginning of it, like a Simpson, the episode's too short. Short. They literally put that in the title card. And you're just like, you know, when it's an episode and like, oh, uh, geese love gander, everyone loves Ned Flanders, Ned Flanders, <laughs> like, and that that is like a, less than a minute uh, uh, of a of a little short at the end of an episode of of what was a longer episode at that time. You know, there's less commercials at that time when they did that little short at the end. So I go, eh, whatever. I give them, and that that if that that episode felt like it was telling, it felt like a total complete story. This, it, it doesn't, the episode doesn't start until rough, basically 10 minutes in. Do we actually get, oh, Lisa's doing stuff. And then it ends, what, like at 17 minutes or something? 18 minutes? So we get eight minutes of an episode? Mm -hmm. That's literally what it is. It's like we have eight minutes of this that is actually about and, and social the, media. The funniest part about all of this is that there's a point where the blue-haired lawyer asks Lisa, hey, is all this, you know, exposition really necessary? No. No, it's not. Lisa's like, well, don't worry. I cut out a lot. No, I cut out all the swears. And you're like, what is this joke? You're like, oh, we made a joke about how we are literally incapable of writing an episode. There is, and it's not like there's nothing to say about social media. And the movie, The Social Network, is hours long. You can't steal some of the plot points from that? Why doesn't Lisa... Like, again, the whole part of that movie is Mark Zuckerberg's connection to other people in his circle and how they use Facebook as a power play. And, it, like, there's so much. And they don't touch any of that. All they go is, oh, phone distract. Social media, bad. And you're like... They do it in eight minutes, and they can't come up with anything else, and Lisa goes plays outside with the rest of the kids. Why are the kids like Lisa, by the way? Why are they friends with her now? I, I, are they trying to say that, oh, if you're friends with somebody online, it makes you more likely to be friends in person? Don't think they're that's not, true. They're not saying that, man. They're not saying they, – they don't give us a reason why Lisa is suddenly friends with Terry, Sherry and Terry or any of the other girls there. They don't – we don't know why. They just go, oh, because there's no social media, everyone's happy. You know, like – that. This is pathetic. We'll rank this episode at the end of the show. This episode is pathetic. It's pathetic. It is lazy. It's pathetic. It is sad. 
I can't I can't say it any like kinder terms. Like I I literally could I could write a better episode of the, of the Simpsons, Matt, in a day. You give me an eight hour day, I could write a better episode than this easily. Easily, you you set us together in eight hours. We could punch out something better than this. Would it be good? I don't know. Probably not. But it'd be better than this. It'd be complete. I can fill twenty minutes with one story. Why? Like, why are we spending ten minutes at 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 uh, outdoor mall? Why are we spending three minutes on a Gore Edward Gorey short? Is this Jurassic Horror all of a sudden? You're just like, eh, throw it in. We need to fill three minutes. Do something. Hey, animators, get to work. Because that's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like, hey, we're going to spend all of our time on about 10 episodes. The other t- 14, throw something together. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, Matt, ask me a question. Robbie, is this episode broken? No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Uh-huh. I mean, yes, of course. I mean, it's not. It's not an episode. It's, it's not. not a, no, it's just. Hey, let's throw some crap together about social media. It's not an episode. And the worst thing is, Matt, again, like just like last week, it's not that the premise, like the idea of Lisa exploring friendship in the age of social media can't be a good episode of The Simpsons. It, it's an easy. That's again, it, like it writes itself. It's so easy. I don't know how like it's not complicated. The hard part is making it funny, but. It's not like this episode's funny. So, like, I could write an equally not funny episode of The Simpsons that at least makes sense. But it, why is Lisa the person who invented social media? Why doesn't Lisa just have no friends? Use social media. Yeah, she just uses social media and starts making friends online and starts making all these connections and gets kind of engrossed in social media more than her real-life relationships. And then they start to suffer. And then you have to make you and you confront the issue of look, and this is like a very common trope in a lot of stories about social media about how, you know, you can't necessarily put too much stake in relationships built through exclusively through social media, especially because you're never you can never be sure of how much weight the other person is putting into that relationship. It's very easy to click a heart on a picture and then keep scrolling. What does that heart mean to you versus me? When, like again, like it you and like do I expect an episode of the Simpsons to deconstruct all of that? No, maybe not. But it's certainly an easy way to tell a story about Lisa going like, "Oh, I think I have I have a, I have friends online." And then maybe something bad happens to her and then none of those online friends show up. Or she throws a party. Here's an easy thing, Matt. This is easy. She's having a party for whatever reason. And she invites all her online friends, social media friends, right? She has a bunch of friends online, 1,000 friends. You can use that mm-hmm. number. It's a good round number. And no one shows up except for, like, Ralph. Like, you know, it's an easy punchline. Ralph's there. Um, but Lisa's like, I thought I had so many friends. And, and she realizes, oh, wait, they don't see this the same way I do. Exactly. And you, you could just see, figure out what is the difference between real life friends and social media friends. And you can have a whole episode, like you said, about that. And that scene sets it up so perfectly. And you go from there like, oh, Lisa realizes, oh, I don't have as many friends as I like. How can I change that? And then you can have a few jokes about people spending all their time on their phone. We understand it's a phenomenon now and, and just work from there. But what they have is just nothing. It, it, I mean, Matt, like it's 
you don't really need to even have like a prescribed like I don't again it's very boring just to say social media is bad. Again, that is the most boring version of thing you could say. You, it, the, mo- the interesting thing to say is it's complicated, and I probably can't wrap my head around it. One person probably you have to it. What works for you is probably the best answer. Like, does it actually make you happy engaging with social media? But again, like that's getting at core issues of like humanity and life. And the Simpsons don't care anymore. They just want to fill time. Uh, and believe me, I that us our discussion of this already touched on more real life, like on on an actual substance of an episode versus anything that happened in this one. Um, oh boy, uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments in the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Comments News Group is where I ask our patrons over there at patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show what they thought of an episode. Uh, Anyone who who supports us at any level can leave a review. First from Tim. Happy New Year all. Wow, this really did not fit the definition of full episode. So much so that the writers acknowledge it at the end with that weird short. I don't like the trend of guest actors only appearing in the opening. I did like seeing Letterman greet The Simpsons. As for the episode itself, could have done something with it if effort had been applied. If Homer hitting old man evolve into what happens to poor Hans when and if he actually reached the hospital, how it disengaged everybody results in what might have been a simple procedure become especially complicated. I'll put this at four hundred even, not canon. You're definitely right about the not canon part. Um, Indeed. From Dara, opening Letterman gag, fantastic. Love Joy being Beaker, legit laugh. The actual episode, eh. I'm 39 years old. I've already heard my parents and their friends discuss everyone being obsessed with the internet. I don't need the Boomer Simpsons writers commenting on it either. I was going to make this the worst episode of the season due to sheer boredom, but the animation and story of that three-minute short almost saved it. So put it at eighth best. For the record, Ted Nugent made last week's episode the worst in my book. Might be biased against right-wing nut jobs, though. Welcome back and Happy New Year. Nah, oh, nah. Yeah, it's going to be hard to beat Ted Nugent in the, I, the worst uh, episode. Yeah, uh, it's, it's... That's really... I mean... Bar rags next week, Matt. Oh, we'll see. We shall see. I'm really curious to see what happens when we feel about that. From Derek, complete dead air that exists to waste your time more than anything else. After a good 10 minutes being devoted to nothing, then decides it wants to be an outdated social network movie parody, but soon gets bored of that, becomes the most basic of basic (laughs) social commentaries about everyone being glued to their phones. Hold on a second while I stretch and have a yawn. Anyways, Homer is just whatever at this point. I just ignore him. To me, when I picture Zombie Simpsons, I think of Lisa. What have they done to one of the best ever characters? She just becomes the absolute worst. That attitude and the obnoxiously sardonic way Yardley delivers each and every line now. Why would you want to be friends with this irritant? I can't stand anyone on the show anymore, especially Lisa. But especially, no, especially Lisa. I hate her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, it is like, I think it's most obvious in Lisa because she always was this quote unquote smartest member of the core family. When, when everyone else gets kind of dumber, you don't think about it too much. Um, but Lisa is very obvious. Like, the episodes that used to ring the tr- most truths, especially to me and Max, where both Lisa stands, are like this now, where you're like, this is so shallow. And, like, think about this versus, like, even Lisa's substitute. Like, it's so obvious how bad this is. Uh, from Joshua, this episode feels like a show finally accepting the smartphone world the show has now aged itself into. It feels especially noticeable in last week's episode with Homer going viral. Definitely here where the show does a toothless, mostly unfunny, and overall boring quote-unquote parody of the social network. Again, the Edward Gorey segment is the best part of an episode. 
Yes, true. From JJ, this must be the worst example of them trying to stretch out a thin premise if ever I've seen one. Full intro, long couch gag, two tags at the end. The actual episode is 16 minutes long, and even then it's filled with padding and awkward pacing. This barely qualifies as an episode. I don't mind the concept, but the structure and execution are awful, and then it fizzles out into nothing. Can't believe everyone crashes their cars so Lisa deletes the website is the ending. Awful. What the hell was that incest joke with the Winklevoss twins? Who on the writer's staff found that funny? Last episode was also terrible. You're in for a bad run until the cruise ship episode, I'm afraid. Thanks, JJ. (laughs) Appreciate that. Yeah, they do have, we do get the Winklevoss twins on a boat uh, rowing next to Selma and Patty, voiced by Army Hammer, uh, and they make out. I don't like. I don't know what the again. Like I don't know what these jokes are. What's happening? It's just like yeah, they just yeah. literally. I think so, someone sh- this again. These feel like things that someone shouted in the writers' room, and everyone went ah uh, for a moment, and then wrote it down, and then became the script. Uh, lastly, from Albert, this has been the worst episode of season twenty-three so far. Somehow worse than the Falcon and the Doman, which I don't even remember what it was about, and replaceable you, which was utterly confusing. Compared to these two episodes, I did have a plot and went from A to B, but that's about the only positive thing one could say about it. And all the symptoms of a bad episode: wacky Homer, completely redundant first act, bad jokes. Wait, let me expand on the last point. When Robbie talked about a high ratio of bad jokes, number of jokes in the holidays of future past. Little do you know that would get surpassed so quickly. All the jokes here, quote-unquote, were so bad, I felt awful by watching it. Simpsons used to be with it. For this episode, they clearly were not. The couch gag, Homer headbutts a policeman, some TV staff women so hard that they become unconscious. How's that funny? The whole shopping mall section was painful to watch. Uh, uh, lotioned up Bart is a, is a skateboard. Homer stuffs himself with Cinnabon like a boa constrictor. Mapple. What the hell? It's like four minutes of pain. Let's not forget this actually frame narrative, even though it's completely pointless. This is supposed to be a parody of the social network, which I guess was the style at the time. (laughs) I do not know what to say. This is downright garbage, and I am very offended. Yeah. That's that's, That's that's us too. Yeah. That's what I'm like. I'm offended and not in the way like, oh, this is offensive. And I'm offended like, do you not care about The Simpsons, man? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. It's very like, they don't do they like they don't care about the show they write for like they just put out anything they're just like whatever it's fine this is it's, it fulfills our contractual obligation we get to cash a paycheck like if that's what it feels like and like I, and i don't like is al gene like screaming at people every week and so they just put in garbage and they were fine with it because maybe then i would go i would understand but i don't think al gene does that i feel like al gene's a nice person and maybe he's the problem maybe he's too nice Maybe he needs a little bit meaner to the writers. Yeah. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Um, I'll stop speculating about Al Jean, the man. I think he's nice. As far as I know, every interview seems like a very nice person. He wrote some great episodes of The Simpsons. Show ran into the worst of them. Um, that's it for patron reviews. Thank you all for watching this episode. Watching. Blah, blah, blah. Robbie, come on. Thank you for watching this episode, leaving reviews. You too can join our cavalcade of calamity, our parade of pain. Support the show on any level on Patreon. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite viral video? Uh, Matt, I uh, <laughs> looked over all these and like, I, w- I didn't really re- think about the, dis- the, the, you know, how many viral videos there were viral videos there have been over the last you know 20 years you know over the modern since the dawn of the modern internet broadband effectively 
uh, even before that. Uh, and so I was like, I literally had to look up most of these. I was just like, oh, right. Some of them I do distinctly remember. And other times I'm like, I have no idea what this was. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Take it away. All right. Um, we'll see how many of these I know. Spoiler, none of them. Uh, Tim, from Tim, revealing my age here, but I went full on deer in headlights with this question. So I Googled and found 42 most famous viral videos, of which I've seen exactly one, Louis Fonzie's Despacito. I have seen it, but I'm not calling it my favorite. So no answer from Tim here. <laughs> Thank you, Tim, for your honesty. <laughs> uh, from Dara, a quote, Okay, so here is the Earth. Wow, that is a sweet Earth. Round. End of the World is still my favorite viral video and quoted on a regular basis 20 years later. But I am le tired. WTF, mate. Ah, motherland. Gonna go watch it again. Thanks, guys. The end. I have no idea what she's talking about. Oh, Matt, how could you? Okay, this is one of the ones I do know. Like, this is <laughs> right. This is in our wheelhouse. Okay, I'm sure, but this is this is elder millennial. This is right. <laughs> this is that time period. Flash animation. You, I, if you haven't seen this, this is right up there with like a, a with a with salad fingers, like all that era of like salad fingers. Oh my god. Okay, Matt. Yeah, I've definitely never seen this end of the world. What I will, I, I will watch it after we are done. Uh, you don't know, Matt, okay, Matt. What, this is you don't know salad fingers. I don't know. How, apparently, I just wasn't around for the original wave of, you know, viral video memes. Are you telling me that you weren't addicted to your computer in 2004, Matt? I was, but I was on as, as weird as this is. I was on the nerdier sites like viral video just wasn't Matt, a thing Matt, I cared about. Matt, I don't know what you think this is. <laughs> I don't know what you think <laughs> end of the world is or salad fingers. They are not things that cool people interacted with. I don't okay, know. no, but it's like there is a difference between like nerdy hobbies and then there's just internet weird. And I have I have since crossed over to internet weird. Don't get me wrong. But back then I was like, no, no, I'm going to spend all my time learning about programming and science facts and stuff like that. And I missed a lot of this. Matt was setting up uh uh, LimeWire servers. Don't listen to him. He was. I would down. never send LimeWire. <laughs> I can't even with this. I'm getting <laughs> such a peek into Matt in 2004. All right, next LimeWire. Um, I used Ew, I used gross. Morpheus. I mean, I, I did use Morpheus for a, a brief period, but I was I was early into torrents. It's just it was what was it? It was a lot easier on college campuses. Let's put it that way. All right. From Zach, going to make a lot of people start singing to themselves by choosing the ultimate showdown. Somehow, despite not watching it's about 2011, I still remember pretty much every word in the song. And it, because we just watched this in the fifth grade class I teach, the No Pomegranates video is terrific. All right. More I have to look up. <laughs> it's a lemon, lemon demon. Is... Yeah, I... Yep. Never saw that. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, next up from Matt, uh, the YouTube clip where a lady is talking about Del Taco's fresh avocado. On the billboard, the letters were placed far enough apart that it was pronounced as fur e sh a voca do. <laughs> okay. I want, I, want you, I want you all. Okay. All you listeners at home, at this point, I want you to place an eternal bet. Okay. I want you to, how many of, there's probably another good 10, 7, 8 answers here. How many does Matt actually know? We're gonna. I want you to think about it right now. Think about the answer. We're gonna find out together. Go ahead, Matt. All right. Next up, uh, from let's see, Joshua. There are probably videos I prefer that I can't remember, but Potter Puppet Pals is still one I remember in reference today. You'd be surprised how often pipe bombs come up in conversation. Definitely a no. <laughs> uh, from, 
from Andy. JK wedding entrance dance, which was later replicated for Jim and Pam's wedding in the office. That one I do know. That one was, was big back it, in the day. Of course. Yeah. The the trashiest, you know, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, from Aaron, I know I shouldn't, but I've always loved the video of the guy yelling for an ambulance or Ambulam interspersed with Ram Jam's Black Betty. I think I've heard the song. I'm not sure I've seen the video of that one. Wait, wait okay, wait, wait, okay, Matt. Let's st- let's slow down here. <laughs> <laughs> you've you're not. I, I'm not gonna. The, the, I completely believe that you have not seen this particular video using this song. But there's no way in hell that you have not heard black betty no that's what i'm saying is i have heard the song with the audio because i remember ambulam an ambulance being in like it's not audio but i that's okay okay matt okay what's oh wow okay we'll blow oh (laughs) my god that's not that's just the song they they made the joke because of the song. He doesn't say. Okay, maybe somebody and, referenced it around me. I don't okay, full oh boy. It's not the song Black Betty has nothing to do with ambulances. The oh, are you sure? Oh my. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Next up, from I cannot. Derek. I cannot do this today. Is my house was shaking this morning, guys. Okay, I can't emphasize on this. They've been doing road work next to my house. It is, was literally vibrating for like a solid two hours. I Matt going, oh, is Black Betty about ambulances? Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up from Derek. Uh, there was this Vine, RIP, from 10 years ago that got absolutely memed out the wazoo with remixes and parodies galore. It was just so banal. This wee English girl just goes, I'm in me mom's car. Broom, broom. Then a bad cut to her ma going, get out me car. And back to her going, aw. And it just exploded. I was still in school and found it the funniest thing ever. We were at the Ulster Folk and Transport Museum one day and made videos on every old vehicle going, I'm in me mom's steam train. I'm in me mom's horse-drawn tram. I'm in me mom's 1911 Ford Model T. How absolutely painful, but that's 2014 for you. Fair enough. Can't say I've seen that one. I I feel like that one's definitely more of a UK viral video. Maybe they didn't make it across the pond. Yeah. Um, from Albert, sorry, I'm going to list a few because I am on a nostalgia train. At the end, I will pick one. I am partial to the old memes from more innocent age, like Numa Numa Guy, Trollolo Guy, Rickroll, or Star Wars Kit. What about the proto-memes from the 1990s, like Dancing Baby, or Bad Day, Guy Destroying His Office Computer? Good times. Anyways, I really like the Play em Off Keyboard Cat videos. For those who do not know, it was usually a mix of two videos. One was always this old video of a cat that looks like it's playing song on a musical keyboard with his little paws. And then there was always a video of people doing something like a stunt or something, but failing and usually hurting themselves. Or alternatively, they would say or do something embarrassing. The idea was that this setup was to remind you of an old-timey show in front of an audience. And when the performance bombed, the keyboard cat would play them off so that they can leave the stage. Uh, the embarrassing video would be played again in slow motion while the silly keyboard cat song in the background providing a funny juxtaposition of the simple cheerful song in the embarrassing moment i have probably seen one of those but have you really matt you don't know keyboard cat i know keyboard cat but i've never seen that i can't recall anywhere it's like oh somebody does something embarrassing and then keyboard cat plays them off okay yeah. Uh, from Infinite Gur 4927. If necessary, I hope we have the chance to screen this before the show. Short answer is Everyday Normal Guy by Jean Lejoie. Robbie, have you seen this one? I mean, I, I, I had not heard of this until uh, 
I read the I put together our show notes and then I watched the video. That's fun. It's a fun like a okay. parody. It's a, you'd like it, man. It's a parody rap video. You know, it's like boring. Oh, like weird. okay. It's like Fantastic. a weird Al video. You'd be like, oh yeah, it doesn't engage. <laughs> it doesn't engage with actual substance. It's fine. It's not. I like the. But he here. You finish the answer and then we can. All right. Uh, it's among the earliest YouTube content dating back to like 2008. He's a musical genius, brilliant satirist, and hilariously offensive. Browse Lejoie's YouTube page. He knows all the rules and just how to break them. To keep this brief, he's also rebranded non-humor material as Wolfie's Just Fine, equally deserving of some attention, including Robbie Just For You, Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant. <laughs> Love the show. Continued success in 2024. I did greatly. Assuming... I, I did watch Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant. I did greatly enjoy that. Um, <laughs> uh I I don't know. This is it's it's fine. It's you know it's a lonely you know a music music satirists. Mm-hmm. You you probably enjoy that, Matt. If you like music, probably. <laughs> What's Robbie, your answer? What is your answer? Uh, well, okay, my answer. Okay, so for all y'all at home, the score was one. Matt literally knew one of these videos. <laughs> I knew about half of them. Um, my answer is Vine, Rip Vine. Uh, that I I loved many of the old vines. My favorite is. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with. I maybe I've shown you this, Matt. Maybe it might be the only reason that you have known about it. But it's a little. It's a, a video of, but it's just it, a video painting across a, a field, like outside of an apartment complex, and it's just a flock of geese eating grass or whatever. And then there's a little girl, right? It ends on like a, a close up of a little girl, and she goes, "Look at all those chickens!" And <laughs> okay. That's all it is. It's just this little girl going, look at all those chickens. And I don't know what it is. It's just her earnest. She's excited uh, at the sheer number of these chickens that she thinks they are. She doesn't know that they're not chickens, but she just says it with her full body. She's just like, these are chickens. And there's just a part of me that just loves it. I laugh every time. Um, My runner-up is... Uh, the little boy running around with a knife uh, around uh, the uh, outdoor pool. The up, the, the and <laughs> what do you got there? A knife? No, that's my second, like my second favorite. I quote both of them all the time <laughs> for no con without context. It does. Who cares? Matt, what's your answer? Okay, so I got a couple because I really couldn't decide, uh, and, and one of them is a vine, so it literally is less than six seconds, uh, but. You may not have seen this one, Robbie, but you probably have. Uh, it's the damn Daniel with the white vans. For some reason, <laughs> perhaps because I drove a white van for a long time, that one sticks in my head really hard and still pops into my brain from time to time. Are you familiar with that one, Robbie? Uh, yes, I do know about Dan Daniel. Okay, okay. Of course. All right. Of course. Uh, the second one. Of course, <laughs> damn Daniel. <laughs> The second one, of course, is the Avenue Q song. Uh, the internet is for porn with dancing World of Warcraft characters because uh, that introduced me to Avenue Q, and uh, I will forever be grateful for that. Let's not get into my feelings about Avenue Q. <laughs> Very, I like keep keep Muppets clean. That's really Aww, you. Them. You have very strong feelings about the Muppets. I do. I want Muppets to be PG, ideally. Maybe verging into PG thirteen in very select moments. Never beyond that. I do want. I do want them to cur- I don't want them cursing. Okay. I don't want them to be gross. I want them to be earnest. I don't know, Matt. It's just feelings I have. Um, next week's question: What is your favorite late night talk show moment? Oh goodness, interesting. 
Letterman's on here. It's the only like there's nothing else to grab onto. This stupid episode. So that's my that's my 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 idea. Next week, your favorite moment from a talk show, late night talk show of any kind, really. Um, I already have mine. <laughs> I know exactly. As soon Ooh, as I came, okay, as soon okay. as I came up with a question, I immediately had an answer. It probably won't surprise anyone once you hear it. Um, but what is yours? I will post this on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Simpson show. I put it on our subreddit, which is R the Simpson show subscribe. There's a link in the show notes to it. Um, and also you can email us Simpson show at gmail.com. Reach out. Use the question there. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the new Google trivia challenge. I am the smart. I am the smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge, where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard. We try and stump each other. I have, feels like a tenuous lead. Three points. Not enough, really, <laughs> to feel safe. And every week I go, am I too easy on Matt? Am I too hard on Matt? And you don't know. Matt's brain is you can't grasp the the full intricacies of it you really cannot no he's busy you know instead of instead of you know learning about salad fingers in 2004 he was instead you know learning gross (laughs) I was watching the Simpsons over and over and over again that's probably I mean I was doing that too um you ready for an easy question man I'm ready in Homer goes to college who goes back to college uh Homer correct you're right Matt See, think about this. See how nice I was with the, with the easy question. Your easy question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, your uh, questions today are from Bart's Comet. Ooh. In Bart's Comet, whose doomsday bunker does everyone end up in? Ned Flanders. You are correct. Where the Flanders is in general, but I'm pretty sure Maude had nothing to do yeah, with that. Yeah, I don't think Maude really cared all that much. Uh, yeah, Maude didn't seem like she's probably, that's nice, Nettie. Um, mm-hmm. Your meme question, Matt. What three books does Homer reference when filling out his college application? Um, I believe it is Son of Sniglet, Catherine Hepburn's Me, and TV Guide. Damn you. <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. I knew, that, that is I one knew, of my all-time favorite episodes. I knew, I knew it was too easy. I knew it was too easy. I was like, eh, Matt's going to know this. I'm like, well, maybe not. It's like, that's a, like, he's not, he's, he's not going to remember Catherine Hepburn. Then I should have remembered, oh, Sergeant Fatso Jetson. <laughs> What's my medium question? Right, Are you ready for your medium question? Yes. All right. What writer is tacked onto the bill to save Springfield that causes it to fail in Congress? Oh. Uh, addendum attach a writer to... Would like to attach a writer to that bill mm-hmm. to... Blank, blank for blank, blank. Yeah, yeah. It's something really despicable, and everyone's like immediately like, nay. Uh, I can't remember it. I should know this. I love Bart's comment. Cut benefits to war veterans. Uh, I'm sorry, Robbie. It is $30 million to support the perverted arts. Oh, I should have. Re- mm. All right, Matt, you ready for your hard question? Mm-hmm. Over the end credits, what activities do we see Homer doing? There are one, two, three, four, oh, five, six different activities we see. Okay, I know he's definitely streaking. In one of them. Um, I want to say he is water skiing. Uh, He's drinking from a keg in a weird way. Um, And something involving fraternities, like a hazing ritual. But that's all I can remember. No more guesses? Uh, uh, I'm going to say he's studying 
and he's getting drunk with the pig again. And let's see what else, what else, what else he is. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, at the football game with the nerds. You're kind of right on some of them. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Most of them. You're not right. Uh, there's, he is water skiing. He's water skiing in a toga. I'd maybe would give you credit for that. There's a food fight. You don't say that he was being okay. hazed. He's being paddled naked. Um, oh. he's shoving nerds into a telephone booth. He is at a foot. He is at a football game with the nerds, but he's ru- he's in a football uniform, r- a running away from the nerds who are driving a tank. Um, huh. uh, I guess he's streaking in that he's he's flashing uh the audience at a at the at his graduation, but that's not really oh, streaking. That's right. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah, I got but you. also he's and finally he's playing the guitar with the dean, uh, while Nixon oh, okay. has a bra on his head. Oh, the bra bomb, yes. But yes, it's it, like it, again, it's all like completely out of context. None of these things are actually supposed to have happened. I'm pretty sure, right? Um, but uh, you did, you got. I would give you earn like it, if I was being honest, man. I'd give you like one of the answers you got right. Yeah, maybe that's fine. That's complete. Fun. Not maybe there so. You fair enough. You gotta give. I bet you can give me an easiest, a really easy hard question. Well, Robbie, this is actually an important one because <sighs> your question. Is from The Simpsons, but also uh, is a has a is a valuable knowledge for the real world. Oh, no. According to Principal Skinner and Wikipedia, who is the discoverer of helium? I need all four names. <laughs> okay, is yeah. a French gentleman. Four names. I need all four of them. Uh, Jacques Cousteau. Uh... <laughs> Jacques, wait, wait, that's two. Jacques Cousteau, um, Pepe Le Pew. I'm sorry, Robbie. As uh, Principal Center says, curse the man who invented helium. Curse uh, Pierre Jules Cesar Jensen. I mean, that sounded like the same to me. <laughs> it's not. Uh, us Anglophones. It's not, it's, not, it's, not. It's, not, it's not the same. I said some French. Yeah. I said some French sounding things. That's the same, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay, Matt's within one point of me. This is not. This is not okay. We need DefCon Four. That's what's, we need. A, we need to. We need to look at all those chickens. I just watched the look at all those chickens grow again. It makes me feel better. <laughs> um, that's all it takes. Uh, that's it for trivia. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show where men I rank the episode categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compile a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Uh, this episode is trash. It is barely an episode. It is better than last week. Not saying much. No, it's really not. But it is where better was than last it week. Is, I forget. It's Ted Nugent, Matt. Oh, right. Politically, right. Well, it where politic- on the list? Oh, 446. It's 446 on the list. Politically okay. inept. Yeah, it's better, than, than, it's better than that. It is not as obnoxious as politically inept with Homer Simpson because it's not really political in nature. It's just right. really inept and, and pathetic. Um, I mean, we could look at it. 419 is Lisa Simpson. This isn't your life. Uh, I forget what that is entirely. <laughs> um, I'm. I think we're getting close. I also forget what that episode is. Uh, I don't like, you know, I don't, a lot of these I remember, like I remember some of them. Um, I think this episode is worse than Dangerous Curves, which is number 424. Yeah. yeah. I think it is worse. No, well, maybe, is it worse? Okay, Matt, is it worse than The Squirt and the Whale? 
Oh, God. Uh, I really hated that episode. Um, I did, too. But this one's terrible. This one's bad. I think this is definitely better than Mona Leaves, though. I agree with you. Oh, the squirt and the whale is a tough because there's a whole dream sequence that just is so depressing and made me really hate that. It's episode. really manipulative, yeah. Yeah, I I think I would rather watch this than that again. Okay. Uh, how about the full Monty? Full Monty. Do you remember what that one's about? No. Do you? Uh, it's when they adopt Mr. Burns because he's lost his memory. Oh, I think this one might be better than that because that one is just. Oh God. Well, yeah, I'll say that one's slightly better. That one's better than this. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm not married to that. <laughs> I will say that I think the 10 percent solution is is better than this because at least it has a plot. Yeah, Stupid, that, but it has a plot. Uh, um, like I'm also trying to like weigh the. I really, I do, I did enjoy the Edward Gorey thing at the end of this episode. The problem is, I hate the idea that it's in this episode to begin with. That's the problem with it is that it's good, but it's like such a different thing. It's a three minute clip done in an entirely different art style. Like the requirements for it are so different than a normal Simpsons episode, and it and like my initial like inclination is just to disregard it entirely to not weigh it because it it's just filler and it could be put anywhere and like i can't weigh like i can watch i can go on youtube and watch that over and over and over again and never engage with the rest of this episode and that's probably what i would do if i ever had any like like desire i'd be like oh i'm just gonna watch go watch only the ever dory thing and never engage with the the docial network again Ugh, yeah. So I don't know if I should count it or not. Um, full Monty. I think this is better than the full Monty, just barely. I would put this right. Yeah, I would put that's... it. I would put it right above full Monty. This isn't ugly, at least, Matt. I'll say that. Like, it's not. Yeah. Uh, like, it's not like a super ugly episode. It's just kind it's just of eye rolly. It's just nothing. It's just so empty. There's just no. They don't say anything in it. And Full Monty is really ugly. Like, it's gross. They're like, oh, let's torture this old man who has no memory. And you're like, okay, cool. Okay, so there you go. That's the Doshal Network, number 428 on our list now. I, I I think as we go, Matt, episodes like this, we've encountered plenty of episodes like this. They're obviously just filler. Obviously, they're to meet requirements of amount of episodes they release in a season. And I, I'm pretty sure we've gotten less and less and less lenient with them over time. Yeah, you just get tired of it. Yeah, you know, because I, it's just it's stupid and pointless. You're like, why did you waste my time by making this exist? Exactly. Like, I feel like it'd be when we first started getting these, we were like, eh, whatever. It's kind of empty, but you know, it's not offensive. And now it's more like this is just wasting my time. Like, do you not? Um, so that's number four twenty eight, right below the ten percent solution, right above the full Monty last one. It's just still Codependence Day. First on the list is Homer sending me a long may it rain. Uh, we're not done though. We have one more thing to do. One more question to ask. One more question to answer. My question is: Do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! Yay! I'm very happy to shoot this out of the uh, the cannon. Yeah, fire the cannon. Goodbye. Like, no thought. You don't need to think about those. No. It's very, no. It's very clear. 
Um, goodbye. Not a part of the canon. We will ask the same question about every episode of this, working our way down from the top. We are currently number 171, Matt, which is Homer to the Max. Uh, yes, absolutely. I believe there's a song. <laughs> about... Try to find it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play that. I. I'm not gonna play okay. the Max Power song. But yes, Max Power. Um, it's not. I think I. This is I remember from Homer to the Max. Is it was very uneven, and mm-hmm. this was our like compromise. Um, and I think that's a good spot. It ended up being a real. That is a good spot for it, where it's like part part of the episode sounds great, and the other part of the episode is kind of crap. Um, so we kind of like hemmed and hauled and put it at the very bottom of this we're we're entering the era where area where we're not we're firmly out of the best episodes of the golden years and now we're to the also brands of the golden years alongside the best episodes of like the early scully years and it's kind of uncertain territory uh and that's true i mean some of these i mean we're getting down to simpsons spinoff showcase like what's gonna happen when we get there i mean i know what i'm gonna say Uh uh-huh but homer the max yes of course it's part of the canon again homer the max is great it's fun is it is it is it a best episode ever? No, it has problems, but that's still fine. It's still very enjoyable. So about ten thousand times better than whatever we just watched today. I would watch Homer the Max a hundred times in a row before I ever watched the Doshal Network again. Uh, our next episode, Matt. It's time. We've gotten there. Mo goes from rags to riches. <gasps> Woo! Starring Jeremy Irons as a bar rag. Let's I I I I have seen this episode long long ago. I watched this. I remember hating it. I'm curious how I feel now that I've watched all these other season 23 season 21 and 2 and 3 episodes in between. Um I can't say again. Jeremy Irons stars as a bar rag who voices narrates the entire episode, I'm pretty sure from my memory gonna be a thing that's next week you can watch along with us uh everything's at our website thesimpsonshow.com i've already mentioned patreon.com slash show. it's the best place to stay in touch with us and to get you know help the show support us we appreciate it uh going on for a long time over 500 episodes we got a long way to go <laughs> from all i can tell um you can find me online at robbie dorman it's dorman with one o uh, RobbieDorman.com. Every social media is Robbie Dorman. I'm on TikTok and Instagram most most often now. Um, if you want to follow me, one of those places, um, you should buy my books. You can buy them at RobbieDorman.com or literally wherever you buy books, you can find my books. Um, my most recent is Dead End. I will have a new book out in pre-order before the end of the month, and you'll start hearing me try and sell it to you some more. But you should uh, keep an eye out, follow me, subscribe to my newsletter. All the things on my website, you can buy signed copies of my books on my website, uh, com. Again, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Uh, that is true. I spent all of my time being prevented from doing anything by adorable kittens. It's hard to get bad at them. It's really difficult. Uh, you can see these adorable kittens at Kitten Turns at K-I-T-T-I-N-T-E-R-N-S dot org or the same thing on Instagram. You will follow love. I warn you in advance. It's not going to stop you, of course, but just be careful. Be warned. Be warned. That's an ominous thing to say about adorable kittens, Matt. I mean, you're just not going to be able to stop looking at them. Well, I guess that's fair. Um, that'll do it for us. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Yep. Shh.